Uh, right, just gone 20 past one now. I first met this man and first interviewed him as a blonde, dreadlocked uh, fullback down in Wellington. And now he's part of the coaching staff with the Canes, defensive coaching man, former All Black, one of the best to do it on the wing. CJ, Corey Jane joins us. G'day, CJ. Hey, man, how are you doing? Long time no speak, mate. Yeah, what's been happening? Oh, you know, just doing a bit of a radio gig. You're doing a bit of a rugby coaching gig. Life moves on, eh? Sure does. How did you enjoy calling your first ever test match? Man, it was, it was good fun. Obviously, um, you know, when I got asked to do it, was I had like a week or so to mentally prepare for it, and I had to keep telling myself they can't see it, so you can't say. And, and you can see here. Um, so, and man, I, I enjoyed it. I got down there, and um, yeah, Daniel's easy to bloody work with. He does most of the chatting, so it's obviously it sounded really, really horrible to everyone, but um, <laughs> man, I enjoyed it. Um, heck of a performance by the All Blacks and as an All Black yourself um, incredibly proud to see 1 through 15, in fact 1 through 23, well 21 players took the field just an all round magnificent much needed performance from the men in black Yeah, and it just showed you know, when you, if you look at the defensive effort because that's how it finished, just you know, watching it on TV and, and just seeing how gassed the boys were, but they just keep getting up and, and working hard and trying to make the next tackle and then working hard for each other. And that's right at the end when the game is on the line. And we're just seeing that kind of stuff. You know, because you have so much belief as a fan um, that this team can really go forward and win this competition. So it's, um, it was awesome uh, to see the game. Uh, the guys go you know, against Ireland. And Ireland are a great team. And they're probably spewing that or the opportunities that they missed um, to to score foot points on the All Blacks, but at the end of the day, uh, that's what happens in pressure games, and the All Blacks did it. Now, your area of expertise in the rugby coaching realm is defence. So I've often heard the phrase defence is an attitude, but there was the attitude there, there was no doubt, but it was the execution as well. What what in our defensive pattern works so well? Yeah, well, we didn't bring much line speed, uh, which the All Blacks, when they've been tackling in, in the pods, you know, most teams run a pod off nine or a pod off ten. And the big boys actually go forward and make good dominating tackles. But on the edges of our defence, we're quite passive and, and we don't really go forward. And I was hoping that changed a little bit, but they didn't. And it works for them. I think the biggest thing was while the Blacks weren't going forward and bringing heaps of line speed and trying to seek out collisions, when they did make the tackle, they were working the breakdown um, from everyone, not only, not just Sam Kane and Hardy Savir who were outstanding at the breakdown, but even you look when the tackles were made wider, Will Jordan was in there, Lester was in there, Rico was having a crack at the at, at the breakdown. So while they weren't bringing line speed to try and smack them, they were actually slowing the rucks down, and creating pressure pressure for Ireland because of how hard they were working at the breakdown and get someone in there to try and get on the ball and 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 really make it a You've been part of World Cup campaigns. The continual requirement to get up for big games, balanced with giving your mind and your body a little break, is that a fine line? Yeah, I I know that. You know, they'll they'll be pumped after that one, and they'll be up for it, and they'll be up for the next game too. And I, I know from experience playing in the 2011 one, and obviously. You know, we weren't too bad, but 
the last game, I had to keep telling myself, the body was sore, it was at the end of the year, uh, our rugby calendar, and it's like, we've got one more game, one more game, trying to get everyone up there. So, I know the World Cups, you know, it's 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 hard. I, I guess you look at the All Blacks run in, apart from the Ireland game and the French game, the games in between, they did what they were supposed to do and go out there and smash teams. So that would have been good for them, where you look at the teams that they're playing against, they probably played a bit more harder games. So, um, you've got to have a little bit of downtime. Um, don't go out and get break curfew and get in trouble, but um, <laughs> you have to switch off, and, and I guess because the pressure's always there. Talk about that going out and breaking curfew. Now, I don't want to put the spotlight on Mark Talia, but he put it on, on himself. Just explain to me, as someone who's been in that environment, um, the importance of the team protocols and the importance that management and coaches come down hard on a breacher of protocol. Yeah, just explain the importance of it. Well, I just think it's in any team, in any sport, any job, you know, there's, there's rules that are put in place for the benefit of the team because, you know, you, if you look at the World Cup, the dogs go out there and win it. And New Zealand probably won't let them back in the country if they don't. So these rules get put in place that to help you, to help the team, and you can, end of the day, try to win. So... I can I can see it happening because again you're stuck in hotels a lot of the time. All you do is go to hotel and train, hotel train. Um, so every now and then you get a chance to go out there and have and enjoy yourself. But I don't know what was involved in it. Um, you, know, you try and have that whether it's dinners or whatever it is. So I guess the big thing is with him uh, breaking breaking curfew or protocol. The team has kind of set their example of this is what is going to happen and what is not going to, and they all band together and said, look, that's not what the team is about, so um, you're not going to play, and you're going to have to wear it. If you're the one that made the mistake, you really can't bite back, can you? So um, you know, he just happens to be unlucky, and uh, but he's a great player, so uh, unfortunate. How long does the sentence endure? Does he Is he back in the selection frame, do you think, this week, and do you think he'll make it back on the park? Well, yeah, I'm, obviously, I don't know what's what's happened. He's, you know, so I don't know how bad it is. But, yeah, I reckon he comes back in. Now, clearly, he's a great player. Um, but, again, you look at the All Blacks' wings and you look at, um, you know, Will and Leicester, they were, they were awesome in the weekend too. So the problem with playing for the All Blacks is if you give another person the chance, sometimes it's hard to get back in there. So um, no doubt he'll have to push himself at, at training and, and say, look at me and, and give me an opportunity. But, you know, doing what he did, and me and Lizzie did it back in the days, you kind of jeopardise your your chance to be in there um, and you give another person an opportunity and that, that could hurt you. There has been a perceived, not not I think weakness is a, is a little bit touche, but a few defensive lapses or frailties from Leicester Whaunganuku. I wasn't watching him closely during the game, and I don't have that great rugby defensive mind. Have, have you seen anything from Leicester? Like, he's an absolute powerhouse on attack, but the defensive role of a combination of a wing centre is so, so important, as you know, and you got to play with some of the great ones. Have you seen anything from Leicester to, to suggest he's he's probably not, not quite ready to graduate from defence school? No, I don't think it's you could just pinpoint him. I think Rico's the same. Um, he's While he's making better decisions, some of his, his tackle accuracy is probably not where he wants it. And just because of how we, when we started the, the chat, 
how the All Blacks are quite passive on the edges and they come up and then they kind of hold and then they push towards the sideline and it allows teams to actually run at them and get some draw and pass going or run good lines. And so now you've really got to make a decision where most teams in their system like to get a bit high on the outside and, and, and bring their wingers, their midfielders up past um, the inside defenders or to go and put pressure on it. It's easy to make decisions. Then you put a bit more pressure on the attack. Um, but what they're doing at the moment, it's you've got to you've got to work and you just got to hope that they pass the ball so you can make a tackle. So there's a little bit going on with their, their system. It's obviously it worked for them in the weekend, um, and they pumped Ireland or put Ireland under pressure. But um, it'll be interesting to see going going forward against. Probably not Argentina, but when they make the final against South Africa, what I'm predicting. Yeah, and finally, talking to Corey Jane, former All Black, um, how difficult when you've had just about the blueprint of how you want an All Black test to go to line up and do it again and then line up and do it again? The proof is there that they can do it. What's the hurdles for them to do it for two more weeks? Well, I think the difference, maybe not two weeks, but this week it's going to be a different type of rugby game. And that there is going to be a bit of a challenge. Argentina, uh, not as expensive as what we've seen in Ireland. Ireland liked to play rugby, and so it was two teams that wanted to play rugby and played it the way it should be. And there was no scrums until deep in the game, which, again, the way it should be. Um, so now they're going to have to go and play against a team that's slightly different. And so that might slow the game down for the All Blacks and, and frustrate them. So the challenge will be, with the games different than what we ex- what we expect it to be, fast and an enjoyable high skill set, how are we going to respond from that? So that'll be their challenge getting up this week against Argentina. Um, see if they can do it. Absolutely. Um, all roads lead to the final against South Africa, but um, two big games still to come. Hey, CJ, really appreciate chatting to you today, mate. Enjoyed it. Hey, enjoy the rest of your day. Cheers, mate. There he is. Corey Jane, one of the best to do it out there on the wing and the All Blacks, of course, one. The Rugby World Cup in 2011 making a really good fist of uh, defensive coach roles with the Hurricanes. Right, we're going to take some new sport and weather. It's half time here in the afternoons with Stevie.